This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Happy Monday or Friday. I don't care what day you think it is. Uh, do you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, darlings. Um, and there was some TV this week that we had to take part in. I know you're all thinking we're gonna start with the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think that. No, we're gonna start with our very own Super Bowl, which was the Framing Britney documentary. Super Bowl of Duty. Basically, and now all I can think of is a bowl of duty. Well, and and for good reason, because that, we're not doing that. But what we are going to do is give you an in-depth insight into framing Britney Spears, which you need to go watch, whether you think you know everything about Britney or don't, because you probably already do, and it's fine, and you're not necessarily going to learn anything new, but here's the thing. You are going to be reminded of some really shady stuff, mm-hmm. and you're going to start wanting to come for people, and specifically people like all of the media. Colleen, where do you want to start? Well, let's start at the very beginning. So first of all, for those of you who are like, where do I find this framing Britney Spears? This is um, this was a New York Times presents um, piece that you can find on Hulu or on FX. FX. And I think so FX is where it aired. Aired, right. And now it's available you, on Hulu. Now you can watch it on your Hulus. Um And in terms of, like you said, Bradley, in terms of like, are you going to learn anything new? No, not really. Um, Assuming you know or you were aware or you like were around when the sort of key moments in Britney Spears life took place. Which I'm actually glad you said that because I I will admit that I watched it with my spouse. My husband is not as um, informed on Britney as we know her. Yeah. Um as we are. So he was watching it and was he felt like he was learning new things. Mm-hmm. So for him, so so I do want I do just want to say it does serve a purpose, a different type of purpose for a person who maybe isn't paying attention to Britney in the same way we are. You will hear from some people who have a very close relationship and have had a very close relationship with Britney throughout her career. You will hear things through their eyes in a new and different way. But more than anything, and I don't I don't know, Bradley, for you, if this was the same case, there were, it, there were certain things I wish they would have gone deeper on, but you will be stunned when you see it all together in one place. 
right? It's sort of like walking into a hoarder's home and seeing how bad it's gotten. Yeah, versus living in a hoarder home and like waking up one morning and somebody else is like, do you realize what you're living in? And you're like, no, I never really thought of that before. Um, You're absolutely right. That's a good way to frame Mm -hmm. um, framing Britney Spears. Can I also just, I want to say... I just I love the New York Times the way that they put this together like I I I'm always hesitant when I hear about like when we heard about this this piece it's like oh people are just trying to make money off of Britney Spears again here we go like let's bring out all the old you know she's going to shave her head and she's going to be a hot mess and blah 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 right But I think they did a very good job of telling the story in a way that, yeah, we didn't learn anything specifically new. But to your point, bit by bit, slowly but surely, they they like took us back a thousand feet Mm -hmm. or whatever analogy you want to use. Like we could step back and see it for what it was and what it was was what it is was what it was is a whole lot of people being really really bad yes and using britney spears for their own particular um goals and that starts with her family Mm -hmm. and goes all the way down to perez hilton Mm -hmm. matt lauer Mm -hmm. diane sawyer yep you and me probably Mm -hmm. i mean check the tape i don't know i really don't i tried to reflect on what our conversation about britney spears has been over the last 12 years but i guarantee we were very flippant probably with britney spears the story of britney spears at some point because that's just the it's not an excuse And I think that's what this, I don't want to make this about us. What I want to make it about is in looking back through the lens of this documentary, I myself personally was struck by how horrible everyone was to Britney Spears in the service of celebrity attention, like whatever the, the cause was. There was just a lot of blame to go around. You know, it's interesting because I, I think sometimes we have conversations about celebrities who play the victim role. And I just want to say, as far as Britney Spears is concerned, she actually truly is a victim yeah. of the media, of the public's perception. Um, and Oddly, I don't know that she's ever acted like she was. Does that make sense? Like sometimes we have conversations about celebrities who see themselves in the victim role all the time. Mm-hmm. Britney has never placed herself in that publicly, but she most certainly is. Actually, when you see it presented in the way that they present it in Framing Britney Spears, you see how she really truly is a victim of um to your well, point like a group of people who are looking to gain from her yeah and those people include like you know people that i used to like look up to and like res- i mean and still do i'm not trying to say that like they're the worst people in the world but like diane sawyer for example oh. there's a very specific interview that diane sawyer did with britney spears you know amidst all of this personal drama and i would like to talk about the framing of britney spears and drama period in a moment but for Diane Sawyer specifically in this interview, she just is like, oh, it's so hard to watch because she looks at Britney and is like, 
what did you do wrong? And this yeah. was in the context, and we're going to talk about specifically um, one part of her life later in the show dealing with <clears throat> Justin Timberlake. But, you know, everything was put on her. Like, yeah. what did you do wrong? Why are you so sexy? Why do parents hate you? Why do? Why are you such a bad um, mother? Mother, why are you such a bad um, role model? Why are you hanging out with the wrong people? Every single thing she did was bad. Mm-hmm. And to her credit, you know, you brought up her feeling uh, or not acting like a victim. She's not giving you excuses for her behavior. She's like, wow. In one in one example, this woman, um, uh, the, the, the former, former first, first lady, lady of Maryland, of Maryland the mm-hmm. wife of the governor of Maryland, mm-hmm. says that if she could, she probably would shoot Britney Spears because she's such a bad... And like, she used the words, shoot her. And I would just like you to think about where we are in our lives yeah. today in 2021. This was in, this had to be what, way back in 2000? The interview was 2003. Three. Okay, so like. I was going to say early aughts for sure. Yeah, 20 years ago, yep. you had the wife of a governor going to the public saying, um, if I could shoot Britney, I probably would because... Yeah. The assumption being she's a bad influence, like saying this. And and so Diane Sawyer says that to her, like, what do you say about that? Thinking that it's totally appropriate to take a woman who has just threatened her life and throw those words at her. And to her credit, Brittany is like, that's horrible. Do you guys want to listen to that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it helps. Yeah. We'll hear the governor's words and then we'll hear Brittany's reaction to them. The wife of the governor of Maryland who appeared at an anti-violence rally, and well, listen to what she said. Really, if I had an opportunity to, to shoot Britney Spears, I think I would. Oh, that's horrible. Well, she, that's really bad. Because of the example for kids and how hard it is to be a parent and keep all of this away from your kids. Well, that's really sad that she said that. Ew. You know what? That's, so, it's just, she, it's like heartbreaking. first of all, can you think... Anti-violence rally. Right. I want to shoot Britney Spears. And also, Britney didn't... I mean, that was the first she'd heard of that. I mean, you can tell when you watch it, it's being presented to her in that moment. And she's not aware of it. So, Diane Sawyer is basically like, you're such a bad influence. And and she has that tone as if she's defending the woman saying this. Like, well, you're a bad influence. And so this lady wants to shoot you. Also, again, she doesn't take the victim role. Mm -mm. She just, she reacts the correct way, which is to say, that's a horrible thing to say. Yes. You know, and actually time and again, you see, and that's another thing about this, um, this documentary, Framing Britney Spears. You can watch it on Hulu at your leisure. Um, She, she time and again is reacting for the most part quite appropriately to the insults and the um, allegations that people are making about her and how she um, presents to the world, right? Like she, you know, there, there, uh, people will complain about how she dresses too sexy Mm -hmm. and she doesn't, she doesn't um, 
She doesn't absorb it. She just basically is like, I wear clothes that make me feel pretty. I wear clothes that make me feel good. You know, she consistently is responding to things and not in like a combative way in just like a, she absorbs things that people have no business saying. Yeah. Um, they people feel into, completely entitled, entitled to. to yes and entitled to her, to her body, body. Yeah. to her as a mother to um her you know her position in life and bradley you made a point off the air that i think deserves to be made again yeah here on the air so i feel like as i was watching this the whole time i kept saying to myself there None of this with Britney Spears, from the media coverage up to and including the conservatorship, I truly believe, from my uninformed opinion of somebody who, you know, um, has paid attention to this kind of stuff for the last 10 years or whatever it's been, none of this would have happened if she were a man. Mm -mm. And I don't say that lightly. Also, I'm not a woman. So, like, I... But I do not think society would take away a a very, very multi-million dollar successful performing artist's right to make personal decisions over her body and over her career if she were a man. They would absolutely, we would not be having this conversation. And I Mm -hmm. just was struck by that as I was watching this because... I kept thinking, well, what is she doing that's any different than a number, a host of very immature, very irresponsible, very self-destructive men in a similar position? Like, think about... Oh, we're, like, living through it right now. Uh, I mean, think about think about some of the celebrities any conservatorships? right now. None. For zero. Them, none have whatsoever. Have there been before? Never. No. But it's because... They look at her and go, oh, she needs help. Yes. She needs to be protected from herself, even though, as you learn in the documentary, she is going out night after night, performing, earning. Making I mean, choices so... about her art. I mean, it's un- it's uh, it's beyond the pale. Yeah. And I wish we could continue to talk about it. We can't. We've got to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood uh, from our friend Elizabeth Reese. But we will be revisiting this topic in the third hour of the show, specifically um, a major part of her story, which is Justin Timberlake, who's been um, who's been arriving in conversations more even more lately for a couple of different reasons. We'll talk about it later. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Peter in the show, but when we come back, it's a dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
The spectacular and beautiful Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, gang. Hey. Happy Monday. Love Happy being with Monday. you. you and too. also with you. We always have our peace be with you moment we at the beginning do. of this. Dirt alert. It's very joyful. Okay. Of course, everybody is still talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady took home his seventh Super Bowl win with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His wife, Giselle Bundchen, reacting with delight. Uh, she was there. And then, of course, Tom Brady's three children. And two with Giselle and one with his ex, Bridget Moynihan, were also there. Um, they were all yelling, we won, we won. So excited. You and know, can I say something about Tom Brady? Yeah. I feel like it would be... Okay, I'm going to... Okay. Go for it. It's not hard to be him, meaning he's comfortable, his life is great. Right. But I just... I feel like the message I want my kids to have is like, don't ever be Tom Brady. <laughs> Because think about the pressure of being the person who brings whatever team you're on to the Super Bowl and then wins it with you know what I'm saying? It's unbelievable. It's he's un- coming back next year. Unbelievable. Well, he ages also, he's backwards. Forty three. Yeah, right. he's, he's yeah full out aging backwards. And this is because Giselle regulates everything. They have not had any sort of white carbohydrate or alcohol. In decades. Mm. And this is the key to youth, I'm convinced. Must be all those guacamole and carrot sticks that he eats. You got it, sister. (laughs) It's nothing refined. No refined sugar and no refined flour. I don't know what to tell you, but that's I mean, just you know, the way if you want to live to 100, great, but like, what's the sense of living to 100 if you can't have cake? <laughs> I do love cake. Yeah. Uh, Think Tom- about all the birthdays that you don't get to yeah, eat like, cake. No, it's fine. I, I, I get to be here with you. That's my cake. The trick is, though, they have a chef to just make it all for them. Because right? that's the hard thing yeah. is to just Beetroot think of it. cake. Yeah, I bet they are having that. Ugh. Sweetened with maple syrup and coconut sugar. I mean, I'm down with it. I'm down with those two things, but I don't want beets in my cake. <laughs> That's fair. Tom Brady's ex, Bridget Moynihan, also congratulated him on his Super Bowl win, saying, so proud. I bet she eats cake. She does. <laughs> she said, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one from Patriots Nation celebrating the Buccaneers. Mm. And then captioned a photo of that, of um, Tom Brady on the field. And I think that's really wonderful. They've come a long way. This little trio. Yeah. It was dicey for a while. Yeah, but they've figured it out. They figured it out. Yeah. And she's gotten married, and I think um, maybe she and Giselle have sort of reached a better situation. You have to imagine. I mean, they'd broken up. Bridget Moynihan and Tom Brady were dating. She got pregnant. They broke up. Mm-hmm. He started dating Giselle. Yeah. And then Bridget Moynihan says, hey, I'm pregnant. And like how difficult that is. In a situation. Yeah. I mean, we. I think we do forget the, the timeline, the sequence of events. Um, it's he was he did not cheat. No, it was not like that. No. Um, I'm sure that there are many people that can relate to a situation like that. I see. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly not easy. But and millions of people can relate to the idea of just like not really wanting to hang out with your your husband's ex yeah and they have a baby yeah. so it's kind of like but it seems like they've really created a great little yeah, family so they figured it out happy for them um i'm bringing this up because children of the 80s must unite and it's all going to be over the punky brewster revival oh my gosh i am oh, very, very much looking forward to this people this is so exciting so it's coming out on peacock it's the punky brewster revival it launches february 25th and Soleil moon fry is talking about it let me just tell you Soleil Moonfry, when I was a young pup, was my idol. I right? dressed as Punky Brewster for Halloween in second mm-hmm. grade. 
I loved her. Right. And when Soleil Moon Fry came on Twin Cities Live in the studio no. and did crafting no. painting pillowcases with me and my good friend no. Des, we lost our ever-loving minds. Oh my God, and I bet. She was beyond wonderful. And she is one of those people who doesn't say, there are some celebrities who will like take the thing that they're known for and go, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, sure. She is not that at all. She is like, embraces it, loves it. And I showed her the picture of me dressed up as punky. Oh, I bet she loved it. She loved it. She was so wonderful. She says, I always don't, I always say, I don't know where punky ended and I began. I feel like my child self and adult self are coming together as I've rediscovered my inner spark, my punky power. Oh, I love it's gonna be so Have you good. seen the trailer? No. Oh, watch it right now. Okay, I'm going to. It's like two minutes of just pure bliss. It. February 25th. Mark your calendars. We will be discussing. I love it. Can't wait. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth Reese, for that wonderful dirt alert. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 107.1. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. on the phone today, Colleen. Who is on the phone today, Holly? It's Teresa. We've got Teresa on the line, and what is Teresa playing for? Teresa is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Hey, Teresa, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I'm ready. All righty. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Rebel Without a Cause East of Eden and Giant were the only films of what Hollywood legend? Oh, this is wrong, but Elvis? Nope. Presley? Nope. Uh, uh, he was, and he was movies, or what did you movies. say he was? Movies, yep. Do you want me to pass for now? Yeah, pass. Lex Sorry. Luthor is the arch enemy of what superhero? Superman. Who plays the title role in the movie Edward Scissorhands? Johnny Depp. Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe are the stars of what 90s kids show? Oh, Teresa. Teresa, I'm so sorry Sorry. you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can try it tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Let's go back and answer the questions she did not get correct. Rebel Without a Cause, East of Eden, and Giant were the only films of what Hollywood legend? James Dean. And who, uh, nope, Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe are the stars of what 90s kids show? Teletubbies. And what team won the Super Bowl last night? That would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here's our first one. The cleaning product actor has the same attorney that A-listers in Hollywood use when they're really in trouble. The same one who did all the private settlements for the disgraced A-list director. So that's Army Hammer. Hammer. And then the director? It's Are we doing the director or the attorney? Well, I suppose that you could do 
either. Either, but, you know. Um, well, I think if we figure out the director, that might point us in the direction of the lawyer. I feel like, is it Harvey Weinstein is the, is the director? No. Oh, no. A minus list. Yeah, that's true. Director. Um, a minus list director. So, like a Woody Allen? Um, no. no. Uh, I think, you know, this person was in headlines a couple of years ago. Now, we're just going off of the comment section in crazydaysandnights.net. This person, this director, also had allegations of sexual misconduct against him that were laid out in such publications as The Atlantic, Mm. if that jogs your memory. I'm not really good at directors. He lost some high pro... We talked about this guy when the allegations became really public a couple of years ago. He lost uh, some big-time directing gigs because of it. Is he the gay? Yes. Yeah, it's that one who... Brian... His his mom, remember? Yeah. Brian... Austin Green. Not Singer. Brian Singer. Singer? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know who the attorney is. The sewing machine air. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know who the attorney is. It could be anybody. But what the blind item is telling us is that Army Hammer has hired the same attorneys that A-listers in Hollywood use when they're really in trouble. The same one who did all the private settlements, perhaps for Brian Singer. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. So, in other words, they're going to try to keep this stuff quiet. Also, that whatever is going on behind Andrew the scenes. Butler, Brettler, Andrew Brettler, Andrew Brettler. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what the Google box came up with. Thank you, Google Bob. The singer's attorney, Andrew Brettler, said that singers maintain his innocence and that the decision to resolve the matter with the bankruptcy trustee was a purely business one. I don't know what that means, but that's Wikipedia. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Internet. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Just because it's a showman's doesn't mean that the athlete and actors have decided they want a family, and this is the best way to do it. The previous girlfriend cared too much about herself to do that. The girlfriend before was way into her career, so here we are. Okay, so this is Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. So random. Okay, this was the bizarre story that evolved over the weekend, right? Because on Friday it was like, they're secretly dating and have been for a while. And then it was like, oh yeah, also they're totally engaged and also pregnant. Right. Oh my God. What? Put a pin in that for a moment, please. Okay. Guess who Army Hammer's attorney is? Andrew Brettler. That means there are some things, possibly. That's according to the New York Daily News, because he made a statement on his client, Army Hammer's behalf two days ago. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Sorry. Continue with uh, Shailene Weirdly and Aaron Roger. Oh, wait. Isn't that a beard? Is she a beard? Is this saying she's a beard? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could spend literally 20 seconds in your brain. Didn't we talk about who was the last relationship he was in? And we said that was like a beard situation, yeah, right? Yeah, well, we haven't solved the girlfriend from before. Okay. Do you guys remember who that was? I don't. Yes, Olivia Munn. That's it. <gasps> we talked oh. about this. She was bearding for him. Allegedly, supposedly, according to all sources. Let me fill in the all blank for you. All sources being the internet. 
empty lawyer. Yeah. Let me fill in the blank for okay. you guys. So just because it's a showman's doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley have decided they want a family. And this is the best way to do it with all the news, Colleen, that you were just talking about mm-hmm. over the weekend. We're going to get engaged, blah, blah, blah. The previous girlfriend, Olivia Munn, cared too much about herself to get bothered to get engaged and perhaps Ooh. start a family because Olivia Munn was just way too much into her career. So here we are, Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. I just want to say when NT says showmance, that is a publication show. Yeah. We should teach him that word and see if he'll adopt yeah, it. Yeah, as long as he includes the trademark. Thank you. Are, is it trademark? Yes. Somebody better yes, trademark that. Yes. not. No, but I do just want to say showmance is confusing when there's not a show to mance. <laughs> so, uh, so he's calling this a publication ship, which, I mean, I smelled that. Did you smell that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right, next. This is going to be a blind item. Choose your own adventure, Colleen Ooh, I Bradley. Love these. Would you like something from the set of a movie? Or would you like something very salacious? Salacious. Salacious, okay. please, and thanks. It's like you know us. All right. Uh, I'll just give you the one from the movie set. Turns out that Brie Larson is secretly filming things down in Australia Ooh. for a Marvel movie. Okay. Okay. Now here's your salacious blind item. Have I seen it, NT Lawyer? Has he seen it? Not in person. But NT Lawyer has seen several photos. Three years ago, she even made a 20 to 30 second video highlighting her annual ritual. Each year on this day, this permanent A-list singer... Now, this day was yesterday. Okay. This permanent A-list singer hauls out the action figure from when this A-list singer slash bad actor was in a boy band. She then takes some needles and jabs him right through mm-hmm. his chest multiple times. Oh, yes. Britney, Britney Spears, Spears and, and Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. What? Okay, then it's... Think about what happened yesterday. Yesterday. Oh. The oh. weekend? No, no, no. No, no, no. That would be... Was the Justin Timberlake part correct? Janet Jackson. Oh, oh, yes, we're happy there. Yeah. I see why you guys thought Britney Spears at first, because that would also fit the story. I feel like, and we're going to talk about this at the top of the third hour, there are a few people in Hollywood that got some voodoo dolls Mm -hmm. with Justin Timberlake's face on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Continue. So, according Mm -hmm. to NT Lawyer... NT mm-hmm. Lawyer has not has seen some photographs of this ritual, perhaps that Janet Jackson does every Super Bowl, where she takes a doll of Justin Timberlake, and then jabs him through the chest so, with a needle. I love can we it. also just really quickly? I, this is not on Janet Jackson's um, part of the story, but can we just talk about? Okay, now the the thought left my brain. Um, Oh, if we were around when Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears were dating, mm-hmm. like it would have been a publationship, correct? You know, it's interesting because I've actually thought about that recently. Um, like, did we miss the obvious? No, I actually don't think that was a publationship. And the reason why I say that is because, well, okay, wait, hold on. Let me, let me walk that back. Because, yes, in terms of, like, did that relationship get them publicity and notoriety? Yeah. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 1,000 gajillion percent. However, we don't necessarily always speculate on whether or not a relationship is real when we talk about publicationships. But that one, I feel like, was not an arranged publicationship. I feel like they got publicity from it, but it was organic I, and real. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we'll never know. But I have a. I just had a strong sense as we watched last night. Like, wow. Like we're just not applying the lessons we've learned about Hollywood mm-hmm. to what's sta- staring us in the face. That I am not again. As we say with all publicationships, I don't care what's going on between the sheets, as it were, Mm -hmm. or behind the scenes. Like, I just have to believe that a guy who made his career out of a completely fabricated boy band Mm -hmm. might not have the most genuine intentions dating... One of the most fabricated female pop stars of all time. Okay, so the taste you have in your mouth, I want you to remember that taste when we talk about Justin Timberlake a little bit later in the show mm-hmm. and his relationship with Britney Spears. Perfect. Because I do think, yes, I'm, I, I have a very strong feeling <clears throat> about his role in that relationship based on what we watched last night and all of the other things that we've seen out of Justin Timberlake over the years, right? I feel like let's we should be learning all about who he really is. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we actually are going to talk about the Super Bowl. We are going to talk uh we're going to do a, like a retroactive play-by-play of the game. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to talk about tossing balls. <laughs> I don't know anything about oh, football. Also, I that like is their baseball costumes. Music. They had cute outfits. No, actually, we're just going to talk about the halftime show after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey, how's it going? I'm cold. Okay. I know. Yeah, it like hurts in my esophagus. It's so cold. Okay. Guys, I we're, it's cold. I'm going to give you that. But you know what uh, warmed me up last night? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know. Sell it. I just didn't know how oh. to segue. Not like that. Mm, you're, um, you just told me your husband made sliders. Okay. You slide right gonna, into your bed. I'm going to walk over here. And talk about the halftime show. 
All right, tell us what went on at the halftime show. Okay, so you know the weekend was the big halftime show at the Well, it uh, was on the Super weekend. Bowl. Exactly. The Super Bowl on the weekend starring the weekend. And you know that's really like that and like I didn't even really get super excited about the commercials this year, but the halftime show is like the thing for us. Yes, at the baseball game. <laughs> Don't they do that at football? Nope, they don't they do don't that. They don't have an organer? Fo- organist? Nope, they don't have an organer, <laughs> nor do they have an organist at the football games. Okay. I Well, to be fair, I had been to one football game in my life, and I left it. Uh, is it halftime? Intermission. Intermission. <laughs> no, it's halftime. <laughs> yes, halftime. Again, because we're talking about the halftime show. And by the way, there is not a big musical... Uh, performance at every football halftime fyi no sadly i mean (laughs) truly if you wanted me to be more excited about football that would be your way in but i do appreciate that at least once a year they try to get the um you know the broadway show queens to show up um to watch guys you know toss balls around in tight pants so here's what we know about uh the super bowl halftime show last night it was performed mostly in the stands which is actually kind of a big deal yeah because usually when they do a super bowl halftime show they have like a few minutes at the end of the first half to quick switch the entire the whole thing yeah Around. It's like presto change. Look at this amazing transformation. And then they do the show and then they have to strike it before they start the game again, which is awkward, right? But they didn't have to do that. So it was performed mainly in the stands and it was the weekend and he put up a significant amount of his very own hard earned money to mount this thing. Now, I know that that's been a headline and I don't think that is all that remarkable and and i know that that sounds terrible right because i'm like he plane's very excited to deflate no weekend's balloon no it's it's a big deal it's just that all the 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 super bowl does not pay the celebrity they don't pay the performer they do these these performances gratis as they say and so they have to um they have to put up some money in order to mount an impressive show like they do and it is like any other show um and i don't mean like any other show like any other kind of um one-off performance they might not ever use the stuff that they use for this performance Mm -hmm. again here's my thing Mm -hmm. in listening to people's reaction to the weekend's show Mm -hmm. halftime show i get frustrated because i feel like We've gotten to be impossible to please. Oh, sure. Like our expectations well, we, are so unbelievably high that we're not going to like anybody. I uh, Can I also say I think that's just a function of the fact that there are so many people dependent on a response to the Super Bowl. And by that I mean, or to anything, I mean, insert anything in this um, scenario there are anything, s- anything, anything. In it, in, yes <laughs> there are so many reactions people are ready to have like social media for example everybody feels like they need to rush to everybody who's on social media that is feels like they need to rush to social media to make some you know standout comment um then of course every tabloid needs to fill pages with the biggest story of the day 
boobs on the radio from noon to three need to show up on Monday morning with an opinion because the audience that didn't see the Super Bowl wants to understand right. what they missed. And so everybody is poised to to feast on this carcass. And there are only so many ways to skin a cat or kill a, a car- thing that's a carcass. I mean, I'm just saying... <laughs> It's we are set up, and you wonder why we are yelling at each other constantly. We are set up to constantly have bad hot takes because right. because otherwise it would just be like, hey, it wasn't. Here's the truth. It was fine. Right. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Right. I watched it. I am not a huge weekend fan, but but he did a great job. If you were there, you probably thought it was super spectacular. If you were already hyped up from, you know, football, <laughs> and you were like shoving. Uh, queso down your gullet and sitting with hopefully not very many people um, that already live in your household. Um, You know, you enjoyed it. That's all it's meant to do is give you some enjoyment for uh, like 14 minutes. That's my, that's my tepid take uh, is that if you are a huge fan of the weekend, you were happy. You felt good about that. You were excited. If you are somebody who's moderately familiar with the music of the weekend, you are thinking, huh, he has a lot more hits than I was ready for. Hmm, that was quite, that was an interesting performance. If you don't like The weekend at all, you might not have liked that performance. If you were expecting somebody to show up at your house with a glitter gun to, like, throw a personal disco for you, you were disappointed because that didn't happen. But at the end of the day, you know, good job, weekend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what do you watch for background TV? 651-641-1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.